his eyes suddenly popped open. He looked at the clock. Three o'clock a.m. Perfect. Sammy was eager to get out of bed. Today was going to be the first day of school, and Sammy did not want to be late. He did not want to miss a single moment in his awesome school experience. His ability to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs that he'll learn from his Rebbe. Sammy sat up and he said Moideani with lots of kavana and a little bit too loud. He noticed that across the room, Chaim, who was lying in his bed, started to toss and turn. Baruch Hashem, he didn't wake up. Sammy jumped out of his bed and he forgot. There on the floor was his shissel, his bucket, and the cup inside that was full of negel wasser. Water to wash his hands. And he stepped on the edge of the bucket as he climbed out of his bed and it sent the cup of water flying up high in the room with enough energy and trajectory to go straight towards Chaim's bed. Oy vey, Sammy thought. That will be terrible if that cup of water spills on Chaim's head as he's sleeping at 3.15 in the morning. And Sammy went running across the room, the dark room, to try to stop the water cup from pouring onto his brother's head. And as he did so, he tripped over the shoes that he had just tossed casually off his feet the night before. And now it was not just a cup of water flying through the sky. It was the boy himself, Sammy. Chaim, well, he didn't get so wet. Because you see, Sammy landed on the bed first and crashed on top of Chaim. And then the cup of water upside down came crashing down, dumping its content all over Sammy's face. Only little bits got onto Chaim's blanket and a couple of drops onto his face. And Chaim sat up, bolted out of bed. What happened? Oh, Sammy, what time is it? It's 3.20. 3.20? And why are you sopping wet? And why are you lying on top of my bed? Oh, (laughs) it's a little complicated. Could you please get off my bed? And allow me to get back in and go back to bed. And I have to get a good night's sleep. Tomorrow's the first day of school. I know. That's why I'm getting up now to get ready. 3.20 to get ready for school? Yes, it's very important to be properly prepared. I don't want to be a nanosecond late. Chaim went back into his bed and Sammy stepped off the bed, right into Chaim's Negelwasser. Oi, Chaim, I forgot it's here. Would you like me to refill it? 
No, just leave it. I'll worry about it when I wake up. If you refill it, you're probably going to spill it on my head again. <laughs> again? I-, I didn't spill it on your head this time. I know, but what happened last night? Oh, that was a mistake. When I was going to bed, it wasn't my fault. I, You were playing ball in the room. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Chaim went back to sleep, and Sammy went to get dressed. Sammy took out of his closet one pair of pants, and he looked at it with his nightlight on, and he decided he can't wear those pants. They are not fancy enough for the first day of school. The first day of school is like a Yom Tov. Finally, after taking five or seven pairs of pants out of his closet, he found the ones he wanted. Mommy will hang up my pants, hopefully, Sammy said to himself. And once his pants were on, it was time to put on his shirt. And he found in his closet a shirt that was perfect for the first day of school. And he put it on and he buttoned all the buttons. Oh, I forgot to put on my tzitzis. And he unbuttoned his shirt and he put on his tzitzis and he buttoned the buttons. Oh, I forgot to put on my undershirt. He unbuttoned his shirt, took off his tzitzis, put on his undershirt, put on his shirt and buttoned the buttons. Oh, I forgot to put on my tzitzis. Sammy was so eager to go to school, he wasn't thinking clearly. He was rushing. And everyone knows when you rush to do something, it often ends up that you miss things. Well, Sammy finally got his shirt on. He finally had his pants on. He tucked his shirt into his pants. And now he went to his drawer to find a pair of socks. But he couldn't find a matching pair. He found every sock was a single There was an orange sock, a blue sock, a red sock, a yellow sock, a design sock, a black sock, and another black sock, but they weren't the same color black. Ah, where are my socks? Sammy dumped out his drawer onto the floor. There they are. Okay, Ah, I found a pair. And he put them on. And then he realized he's not sure where his shoes are. Oh, right, I tripped over them getting out of bed. He went into the middle of the room and he took one shoe. Where's my other shoe? Oh, when I trip, maybe it went under Chaim's bed. And so he climbed under Chaim's bed to reach his shoe. And he got his shoe. So he stood up. Ow! Banging his head on the bottom of the bed, knocking Chaim off the bed as the mattress turned over. <laughs> Sammy! Um, what? What are you doing under my bed? Well, you told me I'm not allowed to be on your bed, so you didn't tell me you're not allowed to be under your bed. What time is it now? It's 4.20. Sammy had been getting dressed for almost an hour. He sat down to put on his shoes, and he tried to tie the laces, but he couldn't. Oh, right, they're Velcro, he said. (laughs) I don't need to tie my laces. And he put on his yarmulke. And he went down the steps relatively quietly. And he went to his backpack and he unzipped it and he dumped it out on the couch and he started to go through to make sure he had everything he needed. His 45 pens, his 82 pencils, his three protractors, his two rulers, his five binders, his six notebooks, and his, of course, 12 folders. Baruch Hashem. Oi, my erasers. Oh, here they are. Eight erasers. Okay, good. 
because I don't make too many mistakes. Only a little. Excellent. What else do I need for school? Oh, that was it. Oh, oh, food, snack, lunch, lunch. Oh, he went to the kitchen. He opened the refrigerator thinking he's going to have to make his lunch. And he found in the refrigerator a brown bag that had on it the name Sammy. Oh, Givaldic. He opened his lunch bag and he saw his mother had packed him some delicious food. He took the lunch bag and he put it in his backpack. And then he went back to the living room to sit on the couch for a minute because it's been a long time and he's now a little bit tired. And he sat down on the couch at 4.35 and he began to fall asleep. At 6.15, his mother called. Sammy! Sammy! Sammy, wake up! Sammy woke up. He smiled. The smell that filled their house was awesome. You see, Sammy's mother had a min hug that she made up. That the first day of school she would wake up really early and she would make pancakes and waffles and French toast and eggs and syrup would be on the table and sugar would be on the table and the kids would come downstairs and they would be able to eat whatever they wanted so they went to school with a full stomach a big smile on their face and the feeling in their heart of how great their mother is. And Sammy came to the kitchen, sniffing the delicious fragrance of the French toast. And he asked his mother, could I please have five slices? Five slices, Sammy? Mm Mm-hmm. Sammy, how about you start with one? Because his mother knew that the last year was the same. Sammy walked in and asked for lots. But then, when she gave it to him, he didn't eat much. And as Sammy sat there, after he washed and took a little bite, Chaim came in. And Chaim said, Oh ma, gewaldic skishmak! You made the best breakfast, but what am I supposed to do? I have to daven in school. I can't eat breakfast here. I have to daven in school. I'm bar mitzvah. I have to daven with a minion. Ma, this is the first year I can't eat the breakfast that you made. It's Chaim, don't worry. Don't worry. I have a special bag that I could wrap up the food and put it in the bag and the bag will keep your food warm until after davening and you'll eat breakfast in school like the other boys and you'll be able to eat whatever you want. Just tell me now and I'll put it in the bag. Okay, so I want seven pieces of French toast, four waffles, and I think I need three pancakes. Mm, They're a little small. Make it four pancakes. And a, a cup full of, like a little container full of syrup and about another cup full of sugar and a jar of apple juice. A jar? One of those containers of apple juice. Very good. Do you want maybe a fork or a knife? Mm, All right. I'll have a fork or a knife. Fine. Okay. Whichever one you want to give me. No, no. A both. I'll give you both because that way you can cut things. All right. Right. Very good. Mm, This looks really delicious. It smells yummy. Okay. Remember, it's for after you daven. I know. I know. But before I go to davening, um, I, I I need to pack up stuff for school. You didn't pack your stuff for school yet? Well, Ma, I I thought I'd do it this morning. Well, it's already getting late. You're going to have to run to davening. Quickly, go to the basement and get some stuff. And Chaim ran to the basement and he ran back upstairs. Ma, there are no pens left. 
How is that possible? I bought like 80 pens. Sammy, who was still working on his first piece of French toast, looked at his mother. Oh, Ma, I thought you bought them for me because I thought my teachers required a lot of pens. Sammy, they might require a lot of pens, but they don't require 80 pens. Oh, I'm sorry, Ma. Um, how many do you want, Chaim? One or two. How about ten? Okay, but if I run out of pens, I'll come to you. Okay. And Chaim ran back downstairs, and he ran back up. Ma! What's the matter? There's no pencils. Sammy? Well, I, I left I left five pencils downstairs. You did? Yeah, I'll, I'll go down and get them. Sammy came back upstairs with five pencils that had bite marks all over them. Their erasers were missing. Their tips were broken. And they were covered in dust. These looked like they were nibbled by a rat. Well, they, they were in the rat trap. What? Well, give me some of your pencils. Okay. You know what, Chaim? I'll tell you the truth. I'm in such a rush. Now I see it's getting late. Class is going to start in another 45 minutes. And it's going to take me at least five minutes to walk to school. So uh, how about like this? I'll take whatever you don't need. You could leave my backpack outside my classroom door. No, Sammy. No, Sammy. It's fine. You take your backpack and I'll come to your classroom when I need stuff. Oh, Okay. Is your Rebbe going to let? My Rebbe will let. Excellent. Okay, see you later. And Sammy grabbed his backpack, ran over to his mother, gave her a big kiss on the cheek. Ew, gross. Kissing his mother? Mm. And his mother gave him a big kiss back. <laughs> That's what Chaim said anyway. And Sammy ran out the door. And he ran to school. He just ran down the block so fast. Because he wanted to go to school. He arrived at the school just as the janitor was unlocking the front gate and unlocking the front door. And teachers who were waiting to get in started to stream in. Sammy, you have to wait over here in the in the yard for another 15 minutes. You can't go in before a half hour school starts. And Sammy waited. He paced up and down, back and forth. Sammy's friends came. Hi, Sammy. How are you doing? Sammy's like, hi, hi, hi. But I don't want to. I don't want to talk yet because I don't want to forget to go inside. Sammy, you're not going to forget to go inside. Remember how we ta- learned about Hesach Adas? If you take your mind off things, you might forget to do the mitzvah. I, I don't want to forget to do the mitzvah of going to school. You're in the schoolyard, Sammy. Shh. Mm, 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 mm. Finally, the time came. Sammy came bursting into the room. He looked on the chart where his room classroom is. He went into the classroom. He found the label with his name on it by the desk. And he took his desk and he dumped his stuff from his backpack on it. And he started to sort it all out and put it in his desk. Whatever he could fit. And the rest he squeezed into his locker. And then he sat down, ready to learn. The Rebbe walked in a few minutes later. Everyone stood up. The Rebbe welcomed each boy. The Rebbe called each boy by his name. Avremel, ah, I've heard a lot about you. You're a very smart boy. Thank you, Rebbe. Did Rebbe hear anything else about me? Mm, I'm not sure. Um, okay, well, probably it's not believable. All right, of Remel You could see him. Ah, I, I remember we saw each other in the summer. Oh, yeah, where, where was it? Uh, oh, right on the roller coaster. What was Rebbe doing on a roller coaster? Um, I was roller coastering. 
Red Bay and go on roller coasters? Sometimes, especially if they are trying to figure out a difficult piece of Gemara. Really? Yes, Nassim? So, Rabbi, could, could, could we go on a roller coaster during sheer during class? Because we'll figure out a piece. Maybe. Maybe it's a good idea. All right. Uh, let's see who else I didn't call. Oh, Sammy, Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom, Sammy said. Sammy, I've heard really nice things about you. And I see you're really eager to learn. I understand you were in school very early today. Um, yes. Your eyes look a little droopy. You look a little tired. Well, I, I woke up early this morning to come to school. Oh, really? What time? Six o'clock? Um, a, a little earlier than that. Really? Okay, okay. All right. Um, 5.30? Um, um, I, I woke up at three o'clock. Three o'clock! Well, but Rebbe, Rebbe understands I, I'm in a big rush to get to school, and, and sometimes when you're in a rush, you, you have to get up early. All right, very good. All right, Rabbi said, today we're going to start not with our regular schedule of Gemara. Today, I want to talk to, with you a little bit about Rosh Hashanah, Elul, and things like that. Everyone knows that on Rosh Hashanah, we blow the shofar, we go to shul, we get the apple and the honey. Does anybody know on Rosh Hashanah what bracha we make on the shofar? Yes, Sammy. Thank you for raising your hand and not calling out. The Rebbe said to make sure that everyone in the class knows that that's what he wants. Rebbe, I, I don't know what bracha you make on the shofar because I never ate one. Oi. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I meant I meant when you blow the shofar and and um, yeah. Okay, and we make a bracha, uh, 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 we make a bracha. Okay, but did you know that during the month of Elul, we also blow the shofar, and we don't make a bracha? Why don't we make a bracha when we blow the shofar in the month of Elul? Y- yes, Sammy, thank you again for raising your hand. Rabbi, I think the reason is because we don't eat the shofar in Elul. <sighs> okay. Um, okay, well, well, I think, I, I think the real reason is because it's only a, it's only a minhag. All right, so let me ask you, Rabbi Sai, when you think of the month of Elul, what do you think about? Yes, Yikusiel? Um, I think about, I think about uh, a honey, because we're going to dip the apple in the honey, and I like honey, so I think about that. Excellent, excellent. Yes, Nachum, what do you think about? Well, Rabbi, I think about the concept of Teshuva, because that's a very important part of the month of, of, of Elul. Excellent, excellent. And, yes, what do you say, Avramel? Um, when I have El, when I think about Elul, I, I think of, of course, the most important thing in Elul. And what's that? I think that school's starting. <laughs> very cute, very cute. Okay, how about you? Yes, Yerucham. Uh, Rebbe, I think of Teshuva. Okay, okay. And, and also, uh, another person, another person, uh, what do you say, Maishi? I think, Rebbe, of Tefillah. Excellent. These are all great answers. I see Sammy's waving his hand wildly. Sammy, what do you think about during the month of Elul? What do you think about when you hear the month of Elul? I I think about knots. Knots? Yeah, because during the month of Elul, your parents and your baby are always saying to you, it's not nice to do that, and not today, and it's not allowed, because it's going to be yumptive, it's not allowed, because... 
because because you, you know it's going to be it's going to be Rosh Hashanah. Not not now because because I don't have time because it's going to be Rosh Hashanah. Um, you have to be nice to people and you can't be not nice. Oh, I see. That's interesting. Very good. Now um, these days, the forty days of Yemei Ratzon from Rosh Chodesh El Yom Kippur have the title Yemei Ratzon because they are days of favor. They are days where you can ask for special things and get them. They're days where tefillah is answered more quickly and requests are fulfilled. Yes, Sammy? Rabbi? Could we have a year full of extra recess? What? Well, Rebbe said that during these days, your requests are fulfilled. So it makes sense to ask now for the whole year that every day we should have a little extra recess. I'm doing it for the class, of course, because I would rather not have recess at all. All right, Sammy, interesting idea. All right, but the point is you're supposed to ask Hashem. Oh, should I dive in? Should you want to ask for extra recess? Uh, I guess if you want. So these are days of Yemei Ratzai. They are days to come close to Hashem. It says in the Pasuk, Dear Hashem, be Matzai, seek out Hashem when He is close. Yes, Yikusil. Um, I have a problem. Yes, Yikusil. Um, how, how, how do you get close to Hashem? Um, Hashem's, um, um, Hashem's, um, in Shemayim. Sammy calls out. Uh, actually, you could take a rocket ship. I heard that Elon Musk developed a rocket ship that can go all the way. Sammy, number one, don't call out. It was a question for me, the Rebbe. Number two, Yikusil, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is all around us. The Shekhinah is all around us. And getting close to Hashem is easy during the month of El because Hashem's Shekhinah, so to speak, rests on the land, on the earth, to come close to the people of the earth so they give Him a chance to come close to Him. So you don't have to go anywhere to become close to Hashem during the month of Elo. <clears throat> okay. Well, anyway, um, we have a concept that during the month of Elo, to express our relationship with Hashem, we say a special capital in Tehillim after we have Tkias Shaifar in Shachris. Called the David Hashem Ayri. Yes, Sammy? Rabbi, but is it possible that I did that once and everyone laughed at me? Really? Yeah. You see, it was Rosh Hashanah and Shul and they blew the Tkia. Tkia, Shvarim, Chua, Tkia. And then I shouted, L'David Hashem, Ayri V'yishi. Why, Sammy? Sammy, that's the problem. The problem is you're not supposed to say L'David on Rosh Hashanah at Shul. The David is said after Tekiah Shoifar in, only said during the month of Elul. Oh, is that really? Well, a different time, I had a different embarrassing thing happen. What's that? I was in Shul at Shachris during the month of Elul. And, 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 and I had a really stuffed nose, so I blew my nose right after the Om. And all of a sudden, everyone started to say, L'David Hashem Ori, because they thought my nose was blowing was the sound of the shofar. All right, very interesting, Sammy. Anyway, let's move on. L'david Hashem Ayri has many important themes in it, which we know of as songs. For example, One thing asked from Hashem, Shivti Hashem, 
Kavol, Yemecha, I want to sit in the house of Hashem my whole life. That's what David Melch asked for. Yes, Sammy. Rabbi, David Melch didn't like school. Sorry. Well, well, he wanted to sit in the house of Hashem. He didn't want to sit in school. Must be he didn't like school. <laughs> Sammy, the house of Hashem is school. Really? Sammy jumped up. How can I sit in the house of Hashem? I learned to Mishnah, you're not allowed to sit in the house of Hashem. It, it, it's like the house of Hashem, like a base of Medrash. <sighs> okay. Um, I think we're about ready to do Gemara. Um, yes, Sammy. Rabbi, I have a question. Um, my brother told me that we're going to start getting up early to say Slichos starting on Sunday. Okay. Why, why do we get up early to say Slichos? The answer is because we're asking for forgiveness from Hashem, so we have to get up early. Rabbi, it's enough just to get up early? Even if I would stay up all of the Aserah Shimei saying Slichos, I would never finish asking for forgiveness from Hashem for all the different things I've done. Avramel in the background said, oh yeah, he's right. Avramel? Oh, I'm sorry, Rabbi, I was just <coughs> clearing my throat. <coughs> well, Sammy, it's true that anybody can do teshuva for every minute of their life. So many opportunities that we need to do teshuva for. But the Chazal established that we just want to show Hashem how much we want to do tshuva by getting up early. Sammy, could you do me a favor and run to the office and ask Mrs. Gold, the secretary, for the papers I ran off on Gemara. Okay, Rebbe. And Sammy stood up. The Rebbe waited for him to walk out the door. And Sammy didn't. He stood in his place. He closed his eyes and he began to move back and forth. And he said, Hinini muchad umizuman. Behold, I am getting prepared. Likaye mitzvahs lishmoya divrei rebbe. To do the mitzvah of listening to my rebbe. Hashem should help that the mitzvah should be done properly. And the entire class is watching as Sammy says this tefillah. Shuckles back and forth. His Rebbe's mouth is open. He doesn't even know what to say. And then Sammy put his jacket on. Why are you putting your jacket on, Sammy? Ellie asked. Because I'm going to do a mitzvah. I want to do it with the right dress, with my jacket. Okay. And Sammy walked out very, very quickly. And the moment he opened the door, he started to run. He ran about three steps. And then he crashed right into the janitor. The janitor who was walking down the hall carrying a broom fell down. Sammy flew over him and went flying down the hall. He wasn't running anymore. He was flying. He flew down the hall about 30 feet. He landed plunk on the ground. He stood up. He walked back to where the janitor was. He didn't say sorry. The janitor called after him. Hey, say sorry. 
Sammy didn't talk. He started from that spot again to run down the hall. Because his Rebbe said he had to run down the hall. And he ran to the office. He was running so fast he couldn't turn the doorknob. And so he banged into the door and the door popped open. The handle latch broke. Mrs. Gold, he said, my Rebbe asked me to run to you and get his sheets. Sammy, I think you broke the door. Oh, I'm sorry. But when you're doing a mitzvah, you're not responsible for the damage you cause. Really? I don't know. I think my Rebbe once said that. Here are the sheets. Okay. And Sammy walked out and began to walk down the hall. He walked down the hall and the janitor was still trying to get up from the floor. He was still on the floor because he was an older guy and he was hard for him to get up. And he, Sammy stopped and helped him up. And the janitor said, Hey, why you not tell me before? Why you, and why you run down the hall? And Sammy said, uh, because. And he went into the room, the classroom, and he gave the Rebbe the sheets. And then he said to the Rebbe, Rebbe, I did what you asked. You asked me to run down the hall, and I did. But along the way, I bumped into the janitor, and I knocked him over. But I didn't pick him up, and I didn't talk to him, because I didn't want to be mafsik, I didn't want to interrupt while I was in the middle of a mitzvah, chas v'sholim. And even though I flew halfway down the hall, I walked back so that I could make sure to listen to Rebbe, who told me to run to Mrs. Gold's office. And I ran to Mrs. Gold's office. And But on my way back, Rebbe didn't say that I should run back from Mrs. Gold's office. Rebbe didn't say that. I didn't have a mitzvah to run, so I have to listen to the school rules. So I walked back, but I didn't want to interrupt because I know that when the, you do a mitzvah, a shlichos, you're sent to do something, you're supposed to go to the person who sends you and tell them that you did the job. And that's what I'm doing right now. And the Rebbe said, Shkoyach Zemi. Next time I'll send somebody else. All right. Ellie, hand out the papers.